ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. In the cool, dark moments before dawn, while many people are still tucked up in bed, the small outback town of Blackall is a hive of activity. There are sheep being shampooed, cows getting blow-dries and fleeces of wool prepared months in advance being set on display. It's show day, a highlight of any rural event calendar and all hands are on deck at the local showgrounds. Hello, I'm Madeline McCosker. If you've never been to an agricultural show, you are missing out. A showcase of everything that makes country life special. The local show is a chance for people to meet and compete, pitting their best animals and produce up against their neighbours, hoping to walk away with the grand champion ribbon. It's a bit about bragging rights, but it's also about community and celebrating wins, even when times are tough. As the cost of living bites everywhere, exhibitors are making hard choices about which events they can afford to go to. And for attendees like me, that might mean my favourite baby animals aren't there this year. But in that grand tradition of country innovation, communities are coming up with unique ways to ensure the show goes on. Megan Hughes has this story. When Karen Coghill's husband suggested they get a nanny goat to help feed their pet lambs, she was against it, but in the end relented and 10 years later has amassed dozens to breed and show. That's where the obsession started, I suppose, yeah. We've got six different breeds of goats. We've got Sarnans, Nubians, Alpines, Toggenbergs, British Alpines and Nigerian Dwarfs. What do you like most about them? It's probably their personalities, really. They're very affectionate, uh, very smart, which sometimes gets them into a whole lot of trouble. They're just, you know, an all-round great pet. Karen is based at Clomont in central Queensland and exhibits at shows around the state with her daughter, Henna. They've both racked up awards for the animals and their milk quality. But it's not a cheap hobby, and they've noticed the number of exhibitors dropping. Unfortunately, it is getting a little harder with the rising costs of travel and preparing, feeding, it um, is making it a little bit harder to get the exhibits at shows. The numbers have dropped considerably. Even Brisbane Royal had dropped a little bit this year. And are you being a bit more selective where you go? We do have a look at you know, like what's there, what we've got available at the time, like what is ready to be shown at the time how many we think would be down there, whether it's sometimes worth the trip. If there's not going to be many other animals there, it's probably not really worth our time and money to travel down. If you're only competing against yourself, it sort of takes the fun out of it. Their experience reflects the tough decisions being made at shows around the country. The cost of living for everyone at the moment is certainly something that is, t- that is front of mind. So, you know, it, it, it impacts everything. You know, it doesn't just impact an agricultural show. It impacts all aspects of life. So we're just, unfortunately, one of the, the areas down the road that, that some of the exhibitors are making a choice whether they do or don't go to an ag show. Um, but they're making choices on, you know, whether they turn the air conditioning on or 
as well and in their house. So it's, it's, it is everything. It's affecting everybody now. That's Katie Stanley, the Executive Officer of Agricultural Shows Australia. But she's confident that these shows, some of which have lasted more than 200 years, will weather this storm like they have others by adapting and innovating. One example is what showring announcer Lindsay Douglas has done, putting together a booklet featuring the various strategies she's seen in action as she's travelled the country. It captures some of the free or low-cost ideas that shows have implemented that solve a whole range of problems, whether it's engaging a different part of the community or making things more cost-effective or just streamlining the efficiency of running a show because it can be quite a resource-intensive affair. Could you give me some examples? Some of the simpler ones are the most profound. So Holbrook Show uh, in the south of the state, they implemented uh, a sausage dog race, the Datsun Dash. They knew that there were a lot of sausage dogs suddenly in their community and they might be not ordinarily coming to the show. Alpha Show Society up in central Queensland ran a fantastic kind of bachelor chocolate cake bake-off where they sent all the bachelors in the district, all the young men, a written letter from the president on the instructions for cooking a cake. They all brought them in and they looked mostly terrible, but um, they were a really popular part of the competition due to see who had cooked the best and the worst chocolate cake from all the blokes in the district. For Ms Douglas, what determined an event's success was how well it reflected the community. Agricultural shows have a long history in Australia. They were first started to improve productivity in the industry, but evolved beyond that. They also provide the public an opportunity to see events and animals that they don't get necessarily get to see if they are city-based. An exhibitor is vital to an agricultural show for not only the, the, you know, the financial benefit of the agricultural show, but the, the learnings behind agriculture and our food and fibre and where it comes from. The other arm to it is you know, the educational component of an agricultural show. When you look at something like a young judges or paraders competition that's held at an agricultural show, that in itself can actually get kids who don't necessarily have animals at home the ability to learn around what are we looking for when we're judging animals, like so cattle, steers, heifers, bulls. What are we looking for? We're teaching these kids why we, you know, we pick out different traits for these different animals. Then they can compete. So you've got that element of learning through competition. Then there is a direct line to that industry, whether that's the poultry industry, the cattle industry, the sheep industry, and they hopefully will pursue that specific agricultural industry. So I have no doubt that ag shows will be here into the future. Katie Stanley, the Executive Officer of Agricultural Shows Australia, ending that story from Megan Hughes. And if you want to know more, you can head to the ABC Rural website to see that story online. Just pop in ABC Rural to your search engine and you can find it there.